Hello there, this is You Missed My Childhood, the podcast where we take a movie that I've seen in my youth and talk about with my co-host who's just watched it for the very first time. My name is Jeff and I'm joined, as always, by the wickedly talented, the one and only Adele Dazim. Oh? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not Adele. Oh, oh I'm, I'm uh, Ali. Oh, God damn it. I always fucked that up. Hey. <laughs> oh, I was I was smiling from ear to ear. I was, my self-esteem had improved tremendously. I was ready to tell my therapist I'm not coming again. But then you had to go and say Adele Azim or whoever. <laughs> You, 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 don't know, you don't know that's a reference to? That was John Travolta <laughs> introducing Adina Menzel, like from the Oscars a long time ago. Oh. So he just I, like totally no. fucked up her name. <laughs> 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 it's one of my favorite like little clips. Oh, wow. What a, what a uh, misfortune. For well, yeah, yeah. So it definitely mm-hmm. ruined Adina Menzel's career. Did it also ruin your your career? I guess it sounds like it may have, huh? No, it didn't. Did oh, it? You, well, you just said it did. You said that you were like about to go on this good trajectory, and now now it's all thrown oh, for a loop. Oh, yeah, yeah. But why would it uh, ruin her career? Oh man, it it did. Trust me, she is done. What? No, she was in Uncut Gems. So I think she's fine. Okay. <laughs> And what? she's saying she's saying I'm frozen, right? She's she's super rich. Okay, okay, yeah. Wow. Well, anyway, yeah, how, how are you? <laughs> I'm all right. Yeah. Um I mean, other than being all right, I'm pretty good. Okay. Yeah, those, those are two of the same things. I think you call them synonymous, but yeah, good, good to hear you're not wallowing or terrible. Right, right. I'm not. Um and uh how are you doing? I'm I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, I I actually had probably like I don't know. I tried to be social yesterday, so there's this thing right now where the Missoula is trying to encourage everyone to bike and bus and just not drive to work. And so I went to this uh, meeting, oh. this meetup yesterday that was part of that, and I thought it was going to oh. be like a bunch of people there that were like very obviously part of it, and it'd just be easy to meet people and talk to them. But then hmm. it was like everyone was just sitting at their own tables, so I went there by myself. Oh. So I ended up just sitting on the patio outside, <laughs> having a beer, playing with my phone for oh. a half hour, then leaving. <laughs> oh wow! It was a meetup about the run, bike, walk week or whatever the uh yeah well, yeah well, it was very unofficial it was just like it was kind of just an encouragement to get people together but and and so you get like a you know you get a discount on your first drink oh okay but i went there okay. alone because no one in my work wanted to go and nico didn't want to go she wanted to make dumplings and so i went there <laughs> alone and it was i don't know just a reminder mm. of like how awkward things can be sometimes <laughs> right right yeah. in your 40s um oh yeah that's really that's what it was. They were all yeah. 20s. Yeah, that was part of it. Mm. Damn. Yeah, yeah. You're not accepted by the younger generations. I mean, it'd be weird for me to like, try and be accepted. If you have to go to school with them. If you have kinda. to. Well, yeah, that's different, right? <laughs> if you have to go to school with them. If you choose to enroll in the program with the youngest kids possible, then you just right. have to meet them, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. They ostracize you. They make fun of you. Yeah, is that what happened mm. to you? Stinky butt, they call you. Gray hairs. I, I guess I already kind of felt like I was quite a bit older than, than my peers throughout most of college, and I was 
I was done with college by the time I was 30, so <laughs> I wonder how it would feel like oh. going as a 30-year-old <laughs> or a 40-year-old. Yeah. Probably yeah. probably pretty weird. Yeah. Yeah. Super weird. But yeah, that that was what I tried doing. I don't know. It was kind of a reminder to like try and do things over outside my comfort zone, but then I might just sit there and have a beer and play with my phone for a half hour. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, if I yeah, brought a book, I... it would have been nice. That would have been super 40s, but yeah, it would have been. To, to bring a book? I think so. No. You can't read books. Have you seen this movie? Nobody the, reads books. Oh, that's well, actually, they do at the very, very end. Right. <laughs> Finally, once everything is destroyed, like yeah. instantly, just like, oh, there's a book just sitting right there. Right. I haven't read I'm it, like, but it's ooh, sitting right yeah. there, conveniently in arm's length. I'm going to start <laughs> checking this out. Oh, speaking right. of which, did you recognize that book guy? Oh man, you're oh, you're gonna get man. so much of this, this movie. You you bet you better come prepared because there is so much. Did you recognize this person for this movie? There are so many people I know. Um, the book guy was somebody that I had seen at some point in some movie. Yeah, that I can't tell you. I'm pretty sure who. that's Kyle from Tenacious D, right? The opposite oh, of Jack totally. Black. Oh, totally. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. yeah. Um, I wanted to go back to something you said half an hour ago, though. Um, oh yeah, that's that how long we recorded. Yeah. Yeah, that good is the same thing as all right. Uh, that's not exactly what I said, but okay. Didn't you say that? You know, I mean, I was just... you say? You said pretty good is the same as just okay or something like that? It, it, anyway, what was your point? It doesn't matter about... <laughs> oh, that there are oceans and oceans of difference between all right and good, right? Oh, my God. We, oceans and oceans. We can't get into this. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we have a movie to uh, talk about. So yeah. if you haven't picked up, which you should have, we were talking about The Cable Guy, which is from 1996. And a movie that every single time I've watched it, I've... Uh, well, the first time I watched it, so I saw it in the theater when I was probably... Oh, how old was I when this came out? I guess like 14-ish? Yeah, that makes sense, mm. right? And mm-hmm. yeah, so I, I watched it then and it was during a time period where me and my friend would just stay up all night long and then go and like try and see how long we could like go throughout the day without crashing. Oh. And I was definitely oh. crashing. And I, and I, so this movie kind of felt like, like a weird at, hallucination at point, to me. Would you, would you crash? It, what, what, uh, it depends on the day. I definitely was crashing during Cable Guy. I remember that oh. the fight scene during Medieval Times. At first I thought that was something I hallucinated. I think that was a real thing that happened in the movie. <laughs> It does feel pretty hallucinatory. Uh, yeah. Whenever I watch it, I mean, it's always this. Those, I mean, I guess I've seen this movie probably three times now, including mm. last night. And yeah, every time I watch it, that's the one of the that's the scene where I'm like, oh man, this movie is really hard to pay attention to. <laughs> <laughs> but so you notice yeah. right away, it was directed by Ben Stiller. Of course, Ben Stiller also had a little part in the movie. He played twins, right? The twins who. Um had a show together and then uh, Hollywood uses them up and choose and spits them out, choose them up and spits them out or what have you. Well, and most right? importantly, one of them murdered the other one. And then one of them murders the other one. Yep. Yeah. And so it was like the trial of the century. It's like the OJ Simpson trial. I guess you weren't around then, yeah. but yeah, I guess, I mean, since you've been in the US, have you seen any of these sensational trials that just go on forever and ever? And they're like the thing that everyone's tuning into. Michael Jackson's. He had a trial like that? The second time? Huh. Was that like, was that... I guess the oh. fir- there was no first time, was there? Uh, I don't remember, but yeah, I think you're yeah. probably right. But definitely remember the Michael Jackson, or, or the uh, O.J. Simpson one for sure. That's the one I always think about. Hmm. No, I, I saw that. Uh, 
after the fact in a uh, in the miniseries. Ah. But the Michael Jackson trial definitely was happening. And it was right. this kind of thing was just like nonstop media circus. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah, I guess. How would, like, were you, what were you doing? During the Michael the Jackson truth. trial? Yeah. When was that? Not long before he passed. Oh, I was, I was happily without a TV for that whole entire period. So during the OJ hmm. times, I had a TV and like, okay. you know, I couldn't yeah, avoid this. But yeah, but yeah. then after I moved out of my parents' house, I, I, I proudly didn't have a TV for a long time truth okay yeah he does not lie about this uh, i have a tv now finally someone gifted me right. a tv <laughs> but yeah <laughs> so so you noticed of course ben stiller who else did you notice because i mean there's just like a con there's there's so many like so many famous people in this movie and most of them had I like noticed zero parts so many people yeah. i noticed madonna i noticed George okay did, 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 did you Osborne. notice even like the obvious ones um, the obvious ones like Jack Black. I do yeah, those. yeah. Um, Jack Black's kind of like a pretty big side character. Yeah, Jack blacking um, it up even all the way back then. Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, you did catch him. Okay, because he was there only there for a second. But yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who else was there? David Cross. Oh yeah, the oh David Cross is he is he Frank Oz. He looks kind of like Frank Oz. I can kind of see where you get this from, but no, he's not Frank Oz. He is he is absolutely David Cross. Okay. Did, did you recognize the the waiter at Medieval Times, the restaurant they went to? Oh no, I didn't. Okay, that's Janine Garofalo, who is uh, probably before your time, but she was kind of like a big alternative comedian in the nineties. Oh. Owen hmm, Wilson, of course. She... Oh yes, Owen Wilson. Right, right. Andy Dick. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Andy Dick is? Uh-uh. Huh. I think he's kind of problematic. I think he's quite problematic, actually, but he's kind of this, like, wild dude, and you have definitely seen him in things, although I can't I can't remember what you would know him from, but yeah, I'm certain you know him. It was He was the guy that looked kind of like Tom Green at Medieval Times, like the king dude. Okay. Let, ugh. He looks so... I don't know. He looks problematic. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, he's, like, struggled with drug addiction, but I also think he struggles with, like, allegedly touching people when he's, like, out partying. (laughs) Just just being kind of creepy. I don't know. And, and, like, if you listen to, like, people that are around Hollywood, they always have have an Andy Dick story, and it's never, like, a good one. Okay. And then uh, Robin, the love interest of... Man, I keep on forgetting the main character's name because he's such a bland dude. Oh, Steven, that's his name. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I keep on forgetting his name over and over again. But yeah, his love interest, that's uh, Leslie Mann, who met Judd Apatow on this film, and they actually ended up marrying. So yeah, she's married to Judd oh. Apatow. To the, and Judd Apatow actually wow. had a hand in this movie, too. Anyways, so this movie... Wait, Judd Apatow did uh-huh. what in this movie? He had a hand in it. Ah, uh, okay. He was like a writer, but I think yeah, he's uncredited. Yeah felt like a who used to be who not who used to be who is who of comedy uh it was certainly yeah kind of like anyone involved in this movie became quite famous and quite successful right, right. yeah i don't think it was it wasn't a who's who because no like all these people were no one gotcha. like david cross probably but didn't even have a speaking line was uh ben wait david cross didn't have a didn't you just say like one quick thing though that was Bob Odenkirk. I don't think I don't know if David Cross said anything. Maybe maybe he said like okay. one thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think he said one thing. You don't even know who I'm um. talking about. 
Oh yeah, so the Ben so Ben Stiller was like a big deal even back in the 90s. He he was kind of. I don't yeah, he actually had a show on MTV like a sketch comedy oh. show I want to say. And so a lot of this stems from that comedy show. I think a lot of these people were in that show. Okay. And then a lot of them went okay. on to Mr. Show cuz you know Jack Black's a Mr. Show as well as most of these comedians are or lots of the people oh. on this. Oh. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I mean comedians, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, he was a biggish thing, yeah. And after this, he got... I mean, it, was, it wasn't until Something About Mary, which you probably have seen, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't until that where Ben Stiller got really, really big. Oh, when did that come out? Like, the year after this or something like that, right after oh, this. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, that's old. Okay. Yeah, so the cable guy is, I guess, it's always built as a dark comedy, but it's about, you know, this cable... Cable dude <laughs> that uh, yeah. gives you the hookup for cable, but then he just never leaves you alone. Right. And of course, it's early Jim Carrey, so he has to talk with that annoying voice the whole time. Does he? Like, why what? did he have to be like that? Why? I I don't know. I mean, I guess part of it was it's the 90s, so they have to kind of make fun of him in some ways. So they have to kind of make mm. him just super awkward, so they give him a lisp, a speech impediment. Mm. Okay. Which, yeah, there was kind of a plot point about it, but then not really. Uh, yeah, it was funny because dude, Steven mentions it at first and Jim Carrey acts like he has no idea what he's talking about. And then much, yeah, much later at like the party, he's super he super embarrassed. Yeah, yeah, much later at the party, he just gives him this like book on tape or something like how to lose your lisp in 30 days. Right. Which is like, oh my God, this is so nice. Yeah. Nicest yeah. thing anyone has ever done for me. I, um, I I don't know. I mean, like, so much of this movie is really 90s humor distilled. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, right like, away. Uh-huh. Right away what? I was just going to say right away. So when Jim Carrey comes into the house and goes to set up the cable, he just acts all horny. Like, he's rubbing the wall, like, it's nipples, and he's making these or- orgasmic noises and just yeah. really acting kind of, like, I don't know, gross. Okay. So that... Um I think it's kind of a overall about the movie question slash like about that scene because I wrote the first thing I've written down is is Jim Carrey supposed to be abrasive? Oh, uh, yeah, he is, but I don't think he's supposed to be as abrasive as he probably comes across these days. Okay, because the whole I mean, my least favorite part about this movie is probably Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and he's like pretty much the main issue, right? He's the main issue? I mean, what what do you mean? Like, if there wasn't a cable guy, the movie wouldn't be... Yeah, and he's definitely the main character. It's like a starring vehicle for him. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Uh, So, the main character, though... Let's not get the main character mixed up. Um, no one will. It's a starring role <laughs> for him, for sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he's not the main character. The other guy is. Who's the other guy? Matthew Broderick? You know who that dude is. I do? Okay. Yeah, he's in, he's Ferris Bueller. Oh, he is. It's he? funny because he's kind of just Ferris Bueller, and then in my mind, he just is like that guy that was Ferris Bueller because he's not a very solid actor. Like, all of all of his lines sound like this. <laughs> Oh, man, like, you know, he just kind of like, I'm going to speak up like this sometimes, and I don't like the way you're doing that. Right. Yeah, yeah, very good. 
but no, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know. I guess it has its charm, and I guess he, you know, this this is supposed to be a pretty like straight man character for sure. Yeah, uh, he's not. Hasn't been in much of anything. He was in The Lion King. He was in all kinds of shit. He was in lots of stuff. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, wasn't he the voice of Simba? Am I making this up? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I wonder who he was, but yeah. He's in The Lion King. But I mean, for most people, he's Ferris Bueller. And he's also married to Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, he is the voice of Simba. Crazy. Sarah Jessica Parker is a... Sex in the City. Sex in the City. Okay. Yeah. What's What's a good thing to go back to? Because there are several things that were issues that I wanted to talk about that we didn't get to. Um, or got left back there like if you if you rewind you will see them on the floor waiting for us to pick them back up so what i guess i guess like what were your initial impressions of the movie um well or, i mean what, what, what stuck out to you i thought i hadn't seen it and oh, I oh, you had. had this sneaking suspicion that I had. And unfortunately, that came true. And the sneaking oh. suspicion was this thing that like, oh, I've seen this movie and I didn't like it when I watched it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> both of those came yeah. true. Like, dang uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is that movie and I didn't like it. And I wonder if I'm going to like it this time. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm liking it. I'm maybe liking it. Maybe liking it. And I won't tell you how it ends. Yeah. Because, yeah. You, you, you got you to gotta have people listen to the end or fast forward it to right. about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Can't exactly. put it all on the table. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so one thing I thought is that you might like the music in this movie, which is something I really did not like. <laughs> oh. I only noticed it when uh, he, uh, like Jim Carrey, toward the end, started uh, imitating what the music would be like if this were a movie, the action in the movie. Oh. Does that make sense? And then he was like, dun, 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 and then the okay. music started doing Yeah, dun, but dun, he was dun, like dun, imitating dun, dun, dun. orchestral score. I mean, there actually was a soundtrack with, you know rock musicians on it oh there were okay, it was constantly okay. just like to me it was like generic 90s like emo rock pseudo grunge <laughs> y- you know like really? that like like that filter song i think it's filter hey man nice shot that sounds like a total nine inch nails ripoff you know what i'm talking about when they're playing basketball yeah oh is that what was playing yeah do you like that song hey man nice shots is that no i don't i don't i don't i, I couldn't it didn't um Ring a bell. There was an actual Nine Inch Nails song. I feel like no, there was a this. song that sounded like Nine Inch Nails. I'm pretty sure, which was like "Hey Man, Nice Shot." Hmm. Which sounds um, a lot like Nine Inch Nails. I think there's a Nine Inch Nails um, cover song in there um, that I, that probably didn't go on to like till you would hear the actual song, but like it was the opening of it, and you know. Nine Inch Nails is one of like three bands in the world I know, so <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm right <laughs> on this. Um, yeah, I was just I was just checking. Nope, there's no Nine Inch Nails anywhere. There, there, <laughs> there, there were a bunch of like bad Velvet Underground covers. I noticed that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, this movie's just so '90s because the main dude—he's yeah. just this very corporate guy—and you're like kind of supposed to root for him, I guess. I don't really know. I don't really know if you're supposed to feel about that main guy, but he's a hard person to really like care that much about. 
He is pretty blank, yeah. Yeah, he's quite blank, exactly. And the only thing you know about him is that he just really wants to get Robin back, and he asked her to marry him, and then... What was the line like? I asked her to marry her, then she asked me to move out. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. Yeah. Which reminds me, I don't know. You know, I, tell, I told you sometimes how I watch that trashy reality show, Ninety Day Fiance. Sometimes. Oh no! Yes, I have. <laughs> this has happened more than once. This has happened probably five times. I mean, now. yes, you have. I mean, I know oh, okay. that. Okay. Tell me what you were going to say about it. Oh, I was just going to say that like all the relationships are like this, where just people are just asking to marry each other after like five days. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, that's funny. Why do they do that? I mean, because they're probably very emotionally fragile people that we're exploiting by oh. showing in this TV show. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yep, yep, that, that makes sense. sense. Exactly. I guess you you never had cable as an adult, right? That wasn't really a thing. Did you ever get cable as an adult? Uh, not, uh, no, not, I'd never personal, actually, when I was in the dorms, I think I paid for it. Wow. But that's about it. So did you have to deal with the cable guy? No, I mean, it, uh, the dorms have everything hooked up, right? I don't, I've, I have no idea. I never stayed in a dorm. Turn it on. Um, you never stayed in a dorm? Uh-uh. Did it let you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I didn't start university till I was like twenty-one. Hmm. So, and I definitely bet that you never paid for cable ever. Mm, no, <laughs> I I did not. Spectrum still oh, wants okay. me to all the time. Every time I call them oh, with I an bet. issue, they're like, "Hey, how about you get our landline? <laughs> right. How about you also get some cable? <laughs> so can, Spectrum TV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's only ninety dollars a month. It's a pretty good deal." <laughs> <laughs> no, th- this movie really felt like it was a certain time period of my life distilled, though, because it felt like, oh, I don't know. I think how it was, w- what's that? How was that? Or how was that? The music, the kind of style, the TV and all the things on the TV, just like how TV was such a huge focal point. I mean, that might have been like the peak of TV right around this time. Oh, hmm. Because it was just pre-internet, so I think because you know they talked right, about the internet in this movie, right. but no one had internet when this movie right. came out. Mm-hmm. Or you know, I mean, like people had it, but it was like downloading a photo that took like ten minutes to yeah. download and chatting right, in right, chat right. rooms. And uh, do you like? Okay, so the the second thing I have in my notes is about his little speech that the future is now, right? That he gives uh, when he takes. Stephen Jim Carrey takes Stephen to the uh, satellite that receives the cable or uh, mm-hmm. or broadcasts it or what have you, um, and he's like the future is now. And then did you do you did you pay attention to the rest of it? The rest of his speech? Yeah. Uh I I paid attention to the end where he said when you when your love is truly giving, it'll come back to you tenfold, which is it was a Jerry Springer quote. Uh, no, I'm talking about the, the big speech that he gives. Oh, the future is now and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, this is the part thing of it. is, the, the, it's, it was strangely prophetic because he did say, like, you're going to have, like, your, um, oh, you're yeah, play playing Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat, the kid with, in Vietnam. Yeah, that. Okay. Right. Yep, yep. Gotcha. And that you will have your, I don't know, your, um, TV and your phone and your something in one device. I feel like he said at one point. Um, but yeah, it was eerily. 
Oh man, so many scientists have been pointing to this movie to like predict the I future. I know, right? Yeah, they're all like Jim <laughs> Carrey like, got Chip. I mean, work? sorry, Chip Douglas <laughs> got it right. Man, he's like really hailed as a hero. How did post they know? post yes. cable guy. Yeah, I mean, this really like Jim Carrey's career didn't do so well after this movie. But uh, I mean, but, you know, they had a minor dip. But oh man, the scientific community—they yes. love Chip Douglas. All he can talk about <laughs> is how prophetic he is. Really, it's really cool you latched onto that, man. That's that's a that's a deep dive for most folks. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we need to watch Sleepless in Seattle? You've never seen Sleepless in Seattle? I don't think so. Oh, we probably should, especially because I forgot that there was a there's a scene where a kid's asking about like what women do when they have sex. <laughs> <laughs> Because that was a scene we saw in this movie where he's like, so do women like scratch your back and scream out when they're moaning and stuff? Yeah. Is that not from Sleepless in Seattle? That is from, from no, Sleepless in totally Seattle. Yeah, that's from yeah. the movie itself. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember yeah, yeah, yeah. that happening in the movie when I watched Sleepless in Seattle, but I guess that was the scene. Did, did, did you know Medieval Times is a real thing? You know, I don't know how, but I... But even the first time I watched it, I knew it was a real thing. Whoa. Now, I can't remember when the first time it was that I watched this, but yeah. I feel like somebody had told me about something like that being the case or being real in Vegas or having gone to it in mm-hmm. Vegas or in some other yeah, place. Yeah, I think it's only in a few cities. Yeah. Um, and so I knew it was a real thing, but I have no context for knowing that. Okay. If that makes sense. So t- give me some context, because it feels like you've been to one. No, man. No, no. chance you get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love medieval times. I, I always say my liege when I order my Diet Coke. <laughs> and I, there's no utensils there, famously medieval times, but they serve cola. Right. Yep. Yeah, I love it. It's, it's like going to a Renaissance festival. You just get to, you know, tap into your inner... Um, peasant <laughs> i guess <laughs> or whatever you're in her you're in your lord right you're in her uh surf surf <laughs> you're in her night <laughs> so that scene along with the basketball scene yes. both of them felt incredibly random oh and incredibly off the chained crazy and yeah kind of off-putting i mean i think that like yeah I think they're kind of supposed to be the surrealist, like, you realize how weird this dude is. Because I think when the basketball scene happens, <laughs> you don't quite realize how weird Chip truly is. Although, when he does come into the apartment the first time, he rubs the wall like it's a nipple and, like, makes orgasmic right. noises. And right. doesn't seem normal. But that's, that's that I felt like that was normal. Like, <laughs> you felt like, like that was saying, normal. That was, like, 90s normal, you know. Um Oh, like you could have been a dude you're rooting for at that point. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, like, oh, is this like a Van Wilder? Oh, man, this guy's right. so wacky. Like, he didn't truly, like, really lose me until it. I think uh, he was losing um, Steve, which huh. I can't remember when that was. Probably around um, the basketball game. <laughs> at first, well, he broke the backboard and he's like, get out of here, man. I can't believe you fucked up the game like that. Oh, well, for the first time, but I, I, I thought that was harsh. Like, it's just a weird guy, you know, give him hmm. a chance. Like I was saying, the first time I saw this movie, I was probably 13 or 14, and I was having, like, you know, the hallucinations you have if you stay up all night. <laughs> and so yes. I definitely was, like, falling in and out of sleep, and I remember waking up and seeing the Medieval Times thing and being like, oh, my God, I really did not like this movie as a kid. 
Yeah, and uh, that was the second or the first time you watched it? That was the first time in theaters. And then I think I watched it again as like maybe a 20-year-old or somewhere around there. Because, you know, because if you hear about it, it's like, ooh, this dark comedy. And ooh, Jim Carrey really like tried on a new thing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, did he? Right. Um, He did. He tried on a new thing? Uh, well, I mean, just try to, like, you know, kind of being a dark character, I guess, instead of... I mean, he was kind of doing a different side of the shtick he was constantly doing at this point in time. Because you haven't oh, seen... Oh, he was doing constant shticks at this point. That's all he was doing. Okay. Yeah, like, you, you never, you never seen, like, <laughs> Ace Ventura. That's all he's done. <laughs> I mean, you never seen, like, like Ace Ventura. But that's all that movie is. It's just him doing shtick. Oh, what Ventura? Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Ah, okay. Yeah, that sounds like abrasive city. Yeah, to the, to the point where I don't think we're ever going to watch it because it's just like, okay, I mean, you can kind of glean from the previews about what this is about. Yeah. But maybe I'll torture you someday. I don't know. You better be nice to me. Otherwise, we're going to have Ace Ventura <laughs> in the docket pretty soon. And I won't even watch it. I'll just make you watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a movie that I owned when I was 13. I was like really happy and I, wa- I loved it. But then... Quickly, but I think by the time hmm. I was fourteen, maybe not even thirteen, but by the time I was twelve or thirteen, I was like, oh, "Okay, this is this is dumb." Pet detective. Oh god. Okay. Ugh. Yeah. So Jim Carrey, at this point in time, was like not at all a subtle actor. <laughs> right. So he was super well known then. Oh, before this, this movie. Time? Yeah. 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 Definitely. Okay. Yep. Had he, he done Mask? He'd already done Mask. Yep. He'd already done Ace oh. Ventura. Oh. I mean, do you know about Damn. his? You know about his roots? Do you know about In Living Color? No. What's In Living Color? Oh man, it was a sketch comedy show that was on Fox, but it was a mostly black cast, except for Jim Carrey was the one white performer on there that I can think of. And he was like, oh, and wow. his whole thing was that he's just like wacky. Like his, the main character I think about is Fire Marshal Bill, <laughs> and he had all these burns on his face, and he just I don't know he did, and he just would like come out and scream and be all Jim oh. Carrey. So his roots were at that, but then he probably ended up on SNL or something. Did he not? Not as performer. No, he went from that to movies, as far as I know. Oh. Really? Yeah, because he was like Ace Ventura was a pretty big movie for how dominant and obnoxious it was. <laughs> okay. I mean, people were just I like see. they were hungry for that kind of thing because you know it was like kind of in the vein of an Ernest or a Pee Wee, but it was like yeah. if Ernest or Pee Wee if, if Ernest or Pee Wee were like they made like gross sex jokes. Oh. Damn. Yeah, you know they kind of had that like horny swagger he has in this movie. Huh, yeah, horny swagger. What a horrible combination of terms. <laughs> oh, I think this this, this movie's also post-Dumb and Dumber, right? Cable guy? Well, are you asking me? Why, why oh, yeah, I shouldn't you... ask you anything like that. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure this comes after <laughs> Dumb and Dumber as well. Wow, so he was huge then. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so the reason this movie is well known, is it because of Jim Carrey doing uh, something different? Uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it's not that well known in the scheme of things. I mean, it was a pretty <laughs> successful movie, but yeah, I mean, it's certainly probably less well known than like other things he's done. Oh, okay, hmm. but yeah, Jim I mean, Carrey yeah. is absolutely. I mean, Jim Carrey took up half the film's budget. Oh, I bet, I bet, I bet. Have you ever played Porno Password? Oh, is that what that was? 
Yeah, I, I mean, guess yeah, I the, didn't know what that was really. Uh, he makes a very obvious point. He's like, "Let's play Porno Pathword." <laughs> okay, um, I've never played that. No, so how does it work? I, I, I don't you... think anyone actually plays it. I don't know if it's a real game. It, it, it seemed weird to me because it seemed like everyone just got one shot. So in the, in the few examples yeah. we saw, like the the word would be penis, and so he would whisper in their ear and so you saw him over and over again super grossly like the path word is penis and then you have to yeah so you have to get someone else on your team to say that word without saying the word so it's kind of like taboo but then with taboo you can say a bunch of other words but it seems like yeah, you just could say you one thing to say one thing yeah yeah here, so here I, I, I got one for you okay okay so I'm thinking of a word right and it's a pornographic <laughs> word <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You get to say only one word. I get to say only one word. You have to guess what I'm thinking of. Right. Um, oh, this is super easy, actually, when you think about it. Okay. okay. Testicles. <laughs> so stupid. Balls? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, this is a fun game. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, okay, I thought you might okay. like that. You can, use it, you can use it for your next icebreaker at work. Yes. So you do have your next corporate retreat. <laughs> you guys, I saw this really good game and a really great movie. Right. Let's try it out. <laughs> First off, it's called Porno Password. <laughs> um, at the basketball game, uh, yes. what's his name? Jim Carrey. Chip. Or Chip. I mean, his name... Is possibly Larry Tate. Ah, uh, I mean, he's Ricardo, known as Chip as far as like... Or Chip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, he says, feet me under the boards when uh, he's asked, like, are you any good? What does that mean, feed me under the boards? <laughs> <laughs> this is, again, I, I feel like you find some different version where like it's mistranslated at some point. <laughs> feed me under the boards. I have no idea. Okay. Feet. All I, right. Nope. No. No clue. Are you sure that's what he said? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, it must have been in the subtitles or something. Huh. Because, okay. Yeah. No clue. <laughs> I think. I think it means I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and what else? Um, at the. Actually, well, this is part of. It comes back to haunt uh, Steve because. Apparently, uh, Chip has been recording him at his home. Um, yeah. Making fun of his boss. And right, making fun of his hair that, plugs. Right, he's, that he looks like Mr. Magoo. Who is Mr. Magoo? That's very strange he says that because Mr. Magoo is an old cartoon. So the whole oh. joke is that there's a guy... And the whole... I mean, the joke is that he's blind or pretty much blind and so he keeps on like almost dying the whole cartoon but then he always saves himself oh but i don't know i mean i guess i kind of think about him as having like homer simpson hair so it just has like you know like one or two lines <laughs> right right it's I, I kind of hair plug even not really these hair plugs are thick yeah mr magoo seems like a very sweet guy now that i've looked him up yeah Yep, and yep, I th and I, c I don't know if it's ever a point to the cartoons, if he's like trying to like solve a mystery, or if he's just a guy that just, the whole, it's kind of like Tom and Jerry, but the, you know, the cat is the car that almost hits him, or like the piano that almost falls on his head. Huh. 
Because, yeah, everything's mm. just all about how he can't okay. see, and he almost dies over and over again, but he doesn't die. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is this from, like, you rendering your memories uh, from childhood? Yeah. Of what Mr. Magoo is? Yeah. Okay, okay. Isn't that what the show is? I guess so, yeah. What What do you mean? Yeah, like, versus sure an is. actual objective take of what Mr. Magoo is? Right. Yeah, I, I don't know for sure. But I mean, then I'm, <laughs> in my, I can tell you in my brain what Mr. Magoo is. It's a show where a blind guy almost dies over and over again. <laughs> gotcha. Because he can't see. Um. So, would you be pissed if I... Uh, if you were somehow, I don't know, I, I, I want to set up a situation for you, but I don't really want to. Um, um. Let's say it's like uh, in the distant future and um, you are divorced and I'm still single mm-hmm. and you're really down in dumps and I get you a sex worker, but don't tell you that I've gotten you one and you... Uh, have sex with this person would you be pissed once you if, if i told you that huh. uh, i hired a sex worker we've talked about sex workers a lot on this podcast recently haven't we oh uh, i mean shouldn't we not <laughs> I, I mean i just was it's just stating a fact this time it's objective uh so would i be, i don't know hard to say i guess i guess i mean you know what kind of situation am i in mentally <laughs> and physically and <laughs> <laughs> How long has it been? <laughs> right, right. All those things. I mean, I don't, I, yeah, that wouldn't be my preference, I guess. Especially if I like, <laughs> I guess I'd be mad, especially because in preference. this scene, the one you're talking about, so he's at a party and there's this right. cute girl there. Like the, everyone else there is a yeah. freaking weirdo. I don't know where right. he, yeah, he's just like, there's it an seems old like a man. party thrown by, by like Frank from Always Sunny. Oh, it totally is that kind of vibe. Yeah, just a bunch of right. like random <laughs> i mean I, well he says so they're all people that he hooks up with cable right right so literally just you right. know a, a, a glimpse of like the population of the, of the city they live in which i guess is right. called centerville which they said at some point i'm like what this isn't a real mm. city this is just some made-up place <laughs> <laughs> there's a centerville in georgia uh yeah i'm sure there's a centerville in everywhere i'm sure they're oh all yeah you're right equally yeah, boring you're right it's like a hugely yeah yeah name. never mind um but yeah i i wouldn't be that happy because in the scheme of this movie at least he's like you know he really like thought this like cute girl was coming on to him and he thought that they hit it off and yeah and you know he had that confidence and everything and so i guess that kind of got zapped out of him once it learned that it was put on by chip and chip i mean it wouldn't take much to dislike chip because already he's like if he if you are on the side where you like him, it can't be by that much, right? Right. Yeah, it can't be that by that much. It's like despite yourself, because you think the movie is gonna redeem him somehow because he's Jim Carrey, I feel like. Mm. At least that's how that's as much as I rooted for him. Um or like a lot of my rooting for it was for him was that was in anticipation of the movie making him likable. Um, which never happened. No, no, and I guess that was part of the appeal of the movie, at least in people's minds. Yeah. Because yeah, and there were so many scenes that I thought, like, I mean, there's, like, a pretty interesting conceit here, and, like, it could have been, it's, like, kind of Hitchcockian in a way, but then hmm. it, any subtlety is, like, sucked out of it, that's for sure, and then any sort of, like, I don't know, it can still be a really funny black comedy, but then Jim Carrey's humor is just so over-the-top and wacky and, like, performative, okay. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. So what's the Hitchcockian conceit, though? 
Oh, you know, just like the, the idea of like a, a, a creepy person that like gets into your life and then kind of like intertwines mm. them way in a certain way. I mean, yeah, there's all right, kinds right. of like pretty fun movies like this from the 90s we should maybe watch. Like, uh, oh, really? Huh. Like Single White Female or Hand That Rocks the Cradle, that kind of thing. These like, huh. these kind of trashy, suspenseful thrillers. Okay. It sounds, it sounds good. I feel like uh, there, there are actually real stories that are kind of like that like this story too but uh maybe not um <laughs> <laughs> you don't think there's any real stories like this like this uh well actually that segues nicely into like how many friends have you had that are kind of uh like jim carrey Ooh. the archetype of like the the friend who is way too excited to hang out with you oh um i definitely had one growing up yeah and then okay. i don't know not that many. Have you hit a lot? I, th- I feel like you would have had a lot, yeah. right? Uh, <laughs> I'm like the patron saint of weird people, you know? <laughs> exactly, <And that's>... yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. The commonality of all the weirdos of Missoula is they all know you somehow. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's a nice play on that, uh, for sure. But uh, it, it would be good if the main character main character is he the main character yeah Who? he's the main Chip character or steven uh, steve steve uh was like had had something interesting going on you know oh yeah yeah i mean the most interesting thing he does is he kind of changes like the pitch of his voice sometimes <laughs> right i mean i mean this job is just so boring is like he does uh real estate something or other yeah it seems like pretty like predatory real estate too right like they like take up these like cheap things these like foreclosed offices and then make them into retirement communities or something like that yeah something like that yeah definitely not very likable oh Um, yeah he got put in a jail talk about a weird little beat there i kind of almost forgot about that oh yeah yeah because jim carrey threw him there right jim carrey threw him there yep and the cops and that's what made me think about it because the cops he had this like important board meeting and his boss with the airplugs kept on saying like hey don't fuck this up it's gonna be my ass on the line okay you better get this right Right. and then the police come and escort him out during the meeting and his boss is is um i don't know like his look is pretty funny because it's not even like it's not even rising to the moment he's like oh i knew you're gonna mess this up But I was going to say, like, the whole beat about being in jail, they kept on talking about how it was county jail, but then it seemed like it was proper prison. Like, it seemed very, very locked down, like, maximum security style. Right, and then they, all the jokes were yeah. about how dudes were going to have sex with them. Absolutely. Right. Right. And oh, my God. What uh, uh, what Chip did was all, all about that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the guy next to him, where, like, you right. know, gave him little kissy faces. Mm-hmm. Man, such a common 90s beat to have, like, every single jail joke about how you're going to, like, have yeah. sex with a man in jail. Right. And so where was the O'Billy? So the, the, I have, uh, like, deep memories with that O'Billy thing that Chip says. Like, um, one of the first guys that spoke to me and kept speaking to me in America. <laughs> okay, keep going. <laughs> I want to know where this goes. <laughs> so his... his uh, value to me was that he didn't care if i understood what he was saying or not he just kept talking to me and at me and so i was like constantly trying to understand him and he didn't care if i did or not um wow are you sure this was a person (laughs) not just a yeah (laughs) okay 
you know, it's just like a bot that my yeah. uncle had hired to. <laughs> <laughs> He's lonely. <laughs> right. Maybe. Shit. Yeah. Um, it's like ChatGPT, anyway, the beta version. He kept, like, in the middle of his speech that was nonsensical to me, I, I would pick out him saying, oh, Billy. Um, and so I... Uh, I kind of want to know where it came from. Well, okay, so thing. so at least what he was doing is from a movie called Midnight Express. Do you know anything about that okay. movie? No, should we watch that too? I've never seen it, but it sounds like it's a better movie than this. Um, so it's about like, <laughs> I think it's a tourist that's in Turkey and he gets arrested with a bunch of hash. And so it's a prison oh. drama. That, that's what he was doing. I mean, he even says, he's like, hey, I'm just messing with you, buddy. Midnight Express. So the, he threw out a bunch of like references uh, oh, to stuff, yeah. Especially when he was dying, um, and or not when he was dying, when he was being carried, so he wouldn't die, uh, because at the end of the movie he jumps off a uh, some kind of satellite tower onto the satellite it, uh, itself, and it uh, not not the satellite itself. The what dish. Do you call that thing. Yeah. The dish. Yeah. Yeah. It's the satellite <laughs> dish. Like, yeah. Um, it almost impales him, but it doesn't. Right, but it doesn't, and he he he, uh, s- uh, he doesn't die, and is being flown away. Um, and in the chopper, he says a few things. But one of the first things he says is somebody has to kill the babysitter, and he before he jumps. <sighs> I don't know what that's from, but I guess he's referring to okay. TV. oh because i think oh yeah because remember a long long time ago i mean well actually i mean it's not a long time ago but in the movie there's a memory Mm -hmm. where it flashes back to him and he's just sitting in front of the tv and his mom's like i'm going out again and he's like you're gonna bring home a daddy she's like i'm gonna see what happens and then Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then you know she says like mind the babysitters like that talking about the tv okay yeah oh oh so she calls the tv his babysitter Got I mean, because that's the thing okay. about Chip is that, like, you know, you kind of you realize that his personality is just like a bunch of like advertisements strung together, <laughs> or like clips of right, movies and right? TV shows. Yeah, yeah, because and yeah, the movie kind of goes out of its way to highlight how much of a baby of the television he is. Yeah, why does somebody have to kill the babysitter though? Why? I mean, because this movie had a thing where it's kind of, you know, kind of trying to make TV evil, but then not really going into it yeah. very much. <laughs> okay. I mean, <laughs> Ben Stiller likes to do these kind of like parody things. Like, remember the beginning of Tropic Thunder, how he has a bunch mm-hmm. of fake mm-hmm. movies? Yeah. Yeah, there's kind of that thing going on here. You know, there's a parody of the court TV thing. There's a parody of like the Jerry Springer-like show. And then there's actually real yeah. clips, too, of things. Oh, okay. Okay. Here and there, at least. Yeah. And who is Ricky Ricardo? Oh yeah, that's uh that's uh Lucy's husband and I love Lucy. Oh and real life okay. partner too at the time. And also mm-hmm. the wow. uh, inspiration for Dr. Nick from The Simpsons, at least as far as he talks. Cause he kinda talks like this. Hi <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Okay. Okay. That's my uh that's my notes. That's your cable guy? That's my cable guy notes. Great. And well, then I I cannot wait to leech this out of you. But what 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 do you give cable guy? Oh God, I don't want to give it too many stars at all, um, because I mean I get that it's different and it's 
nice that you wouldn't follow the the old trope where he is um this Wacky. overbearing guy but <laughs> yeah but learns to be sure uh, not so needy or whatever that's a plus yes but i just yeah it it seems like it needed to be darker yes or it needed to be less dark. Yep. Like kind either of embrace the balance. trope or yeah. And I don't like, it feels just like it's a movie without an identity ultimately. Like it's not a f- comedy and it's not quite a horror movie either now. Uh, mm-hmm. But it wants to be both. Has elements. Um, right. I, uh, didn't like it the first time I watched it, and I was <laughs> sad that it was that movie. Yeah, uh, and it the the sentiment didn't really change uh, by the end, and um, I guess can I hear what you have to say before I give it my rating? No, no, give it your rating. Okay, two stars. Wow. Yeah. That's, you know, two-fifths of perfection. I mean, no, it's not, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Two stars is a stinker. Yeah. I feel like this is a stinker. Interesting. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, he is... uh, Jim Carrey is abrasive the whole movie, and the main character doesn't have anything going on, and um, so, yeah. It's a stinker for two stars worth of stinker, not like one and a half or or one star or less than that. Um, I feel like we don't give enough like lower. You're stuck in this three to five star. We five star. Range. Come on, <laughs> we're stuck in like a right, three right, to three and a half range. To, <laughs> pretty much, right? So I'm yeah. I'm trying to. Uh, like mix it up here but uh, anyway what do you give it mostly I'm surprised your ratings is exactly the same as my rating I'm giving it two stars as well oh yeah no no this movie I've never liked it my whole life and (laughs) I'm confused by it because there's almost parts that I love about it but I I don't I mean it's, it's kind of like a simultaneous I don't know. It's like a one-star movie mixed with a four-star movie, but then it all gets wrong, mm-hmm. and then the end, I just really dislike it, and it leaves a bad taste <laughs> in my mouth. So, yeah, absolutely right. gets two stars for my my book, too. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. And, and mostly it's because I just have seen so much better ways of this being done. I, I, th- I think as far as dark comedy goes, we've gotten to the point as a society where, where things are so fucking dark that we can, like, really... I mean, look at a comedy <laughs> show like Barry... Right. I mean, Breaking Bad's kind of a dark comedy, right? Yeah. So, I mean, we... Elements, but it's more drama than comedy, right? Yeah, it it is. But it does the comedy exceptionally well. Yeah, and it it does have kind of this funny, like, almost sitcom-y thing going on sometimes. But anyway, uh, yeah, but this, this movie, like... I, I, I totally agree. Just everything about it. And just Jim Carrey's performance, I think it's like so wacky and takes you out of every single scene that he's mm-hmm. in. <laughs> just goes <laughs> over and the top. And then there are these scenes that just don't like, don't feel like they belong in like the, the basketball scene or the yeah. um, medieval whatever. They just don't feel like they belong in the movie. And, and, and I think that there's lots of seeds here. I mean, just like the fact that so many talented people were behind this is something. 
And yeah. I think it was really pushing the boundaries of what was go- being shown in mainstream films at mm-hmm. this point in time. But it doesn't mean it's good when you push its boundaries. Just not necessarily. And I, I think yeah. the the pushback might be that it's being surrealist and it's being this and that, but I just don't think and, and the it push, really yeah. sheds the the skin of the normal movie enough that right. any of it feels da- daring or or ultimately rendered like it should be as far as surrealism or I don't know the conceits of it being just super wacko and I'm not I'm not super wacko like very dark and yeah what have you. yeah anyway I, I didn't like it okay <laughs> 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 but it's also weird too because I don't I don't mind watching it, but then as far as the whole thing yeah. goes, it it didn't like, work, and I haven't liked it every every single time. Even when I was a young kid, I didn't like this movie. Yeah, cool. How old were you when you saw it? I don't remember, man. Oh. I don't know. Well, I feel like I didn't watch it by myself though. Oh, so you were on a date? This be a good date movie. <laughs> like like the part where he no, like touches like the I... wall like the nipple. Right, and I was like, mm, "Let me touch your nipple." No, and come on, like, <laughs> <laughs> too far. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, I did want to ask you though. So, um, you know, maybe some listeners pick this up, but you kind of have more freedom some weeks to to kind of go into movies that you've heard about or that you want to explore. And we had the damnedest time finding a movie last night that wasn't paywall mm-hmm. that we don't want to look and we don't want to do our best to not pay anything for this podcast. <laughs> so you right. throw a cable guy eventually and I was kinda of wondering where where that came from. I uh it I immediately recognized it as a movie from that era and huh. I didn't quite know why so that was attractive to me. Like I felt like there must be some element of it being big enough that I knew of it, but obviously didn't know what exactly it was about. Yeah, um, and it—that's basically it. Oh, yeah. that's okay. It wasn't something like you know, like one of your one of your philosophy friends is like, "Man, this is the best movie ever. You guys got to check it out." <laughs> no. No, okay. one of my philosophy friends. I wonder who you're thinking. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Well, that was that was Cable Guy. We'll tune in next yes. week to um, uh, something. We have no idea what's. Oh yeah, we do know. No, we don't know what it's going to be. Actually, no, we don't. Know. Yes, yeah, we we, we actually had something. It. Yeah, I guess. Well, we'll we'll save it for next week. So you'll you'll hear then what happened. <laughs> yes, <laughs> something happened. Yeah, something happened. Yep, and then, yeah, but right. be vague about it. You have to wait one week to find out. You will, exactly because what... why else would you tune into that episode unless you knew that something <laughs> happened? So yeah, <laughs> tune in, find out what happened, <laughs> and then after you're done with that, drop us a rating, uh, send us some money if you want, so give us a message. You know, we like reading mail. Have you got any mail recently? Uh, yes, I just don't read it anymore. It's there's so much. Okay. All right. On that note, thanks so much for this. Oh, wait, no, that's your thing. Do your right, thing. Thanks to everyone who listened. There we go. And here's mine. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>